A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebub, and by the prince of demons he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said, He has an unclean spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Today the scribes said to Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebul. And uh, he, they said, by the prince of demons, he drives out demons. So the scribes uh, couldn't, uh, uh, couldn't deny the miracles that Jesus accomplished. And so they thought, oh, perhaps he's doing all these things through the, because he's possessed by Beelzebul. And uh, Jesus uh, uh, answered, how can Satan drive up Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. I mean, if a reality goes against itself, this reality doesn't exist. So it's impossible that Jesus is possessed by Beelzebub. And then he said something astonishing. He said, uh, All sins and all blasphemes that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. But what is this sin against the Holy Spirit? Is when man doesn't repent, when man doesn't think that he needs to repentance, because he doesn't recognize the sin. And John Paul II explains this in a very good way, and I want to read what he said. Contemporary man experiences the threat of spiritual impossibility and even the death of conscience. This death is something deeper than sin. It is the killing of the sense of sin. So many factors contribute today to the killing of conscience in the people of our time, and this corresponds to the reality that Christ calls sin against the Holy Spirit. So the sin against the Holy Spirit is when man doesn't recognize the sin. He doesn't have the sense of sin. The sense of sin is when you kill your conscience. And what is the conscience? John Paul II wrote an encyclical about the Holy Spirit. At number 43, he wrote something very interesting. He said, the Second Vatican Council mentioned the Catholic teaching on conscience when he spoke about man's vocation and in particular about the dignity of the human person. 
it is precisely the conscience in particular which determines the dignity for the conscience is the most secret core and sanctuary of man where he is alone with god whose voice echoes in his depths so the voice of god is the conscience the conscience is the voice of god we know that sometimes we listen to some words that we don't want to even listen we recognize in us a voice that we we don't we we didn't give to us this voice it's the voice of the creator and we cannot kill the conscience but man today nowadays wants to kill the conscience and he doesn't want to to hear this voice so let us today make the resolution to listen to the voice of the conscience and the voice of the conscience whispers but whispers but says the things clearly do do this shun that we we know when the conscience is speaking in our heart so today let us make the resolution to listen to our conscience and as a conclusion i would like to share with you a saying of uh, luther king he said coerders asks is it safe opportunity asks is it convenient vainglory asks is it popular conscience asks is it right have a blessed day